welcome to the Commission Breath Podcast, a mortgage professional's complete guide on how to successfully scale their business and not fall into the trap of commission breath. And now your hosts, Brandon Love and Tom Moffat. Hey everyone, Brandon Love here. I have my crack at a solo episode today, and I'm super stoked to talk about something that really dramatically changed my life, and that is when to burn the boats. So what I mean by this is when to give up on your life leading up to mortgages and go all in. So be it quitting your job, coming out of a mat leave and just deciding that this is the place for you, whatever it might be, it's that moment where you dive all in on mortgages. And I get the question all the time, a lot of phone calls from people asking, when's the right time for me to do this? And it sounds kind of cliche, but really it's a personal decision. There's no right line in the sand time for everyone, but I think there's a few key indicators to keep in mind. So if you're in the process of deciding if this is the right time for you, or you're advising someone else on your team, for instance, who might be wondering if it's the right time for them, these are a few things to keep in mind. So first off, really, you have to determine if you're committed or you're just curious. So what I mean by this is if you're just getting into mortgages, you've maybe done one or two files, you're kind of figuring out the lay of the land, how you fit within it, I would say you're still in that curious phase versus when you're committed, you know what you have to do to get a deal done. You're committed to building those relationships, picking up your phone, underwriting the file, rolling up your sleeves when things get tough. This is a space you can see yourself for the next, I would say a minimum three to five years, okay? You want to be all in on this position. There's nothing worse than seeing someone say, okay, I'm gonna go all in. And then they have a slow week and they're like, okay, well, I'm gonna take a job interview to do like Google AdWords, or I'm gonna get my next license doing insurance because that's going to be complementary to my mortgage business. It doesn't make sense. Go all in and be committed to that, okay? If you're still in the process of figuring out if this is the right space, that's totally cool. Stick to what you have, but don't jump into the water, okay? It's a sink or swim kind of scenario, and you want to set yourself up for the best swim possible. Second to that is don't have a sunk cost fallacy. So what I see a lot is people being like, hey, I've done three years at my job, like I'm one year away from promotion, maybe I'll wait for promotion and then I'll make the move. Yes, the time you've committed to your work does mean something, okay? It's not totally meaningless, but you're building a new chapter. That piece, there's going to be skills that contribute to your mortgage career, but it's not gonna help you to stay that extra year. If you're willing to let it go, let it go. Don't think about the time lost there and consider it as wasted time. Those skills will come back in another way. For those of you who don't know too much about me, my background was I had several small businesses. I did a bit of consulting. Everything kind of sucked. After consulting, I started a farm and I thought farming was my life's passion. I spent an insane amount of money setting this place up and you know, it kind of just broke even never really made any money. It was a huge strain on my relationships with my partner. She was very frustrated with it because I was spending an insane amount of time working on the farm. And during that time, I realized kind of the writing was on the wall. I was going to lose everything I had. And all I'd be left with was my empire of dirt. And so I got my mortgage license. And for me during that time, figured out that this is actually something I'm going to be good at. And I can really push further along. 
But I had to give up that whole business I had built. I had to give up the relationships with grocery stores and restaurants across the GTA. I had to sell those client lists. I had to literally give up the plot of land that like blood, sweat, and tears went into. And I was very proud of. Ultimately, sacrificing that bit there afforded so much. And it allowed me to scale my business so much quicker than if I didn't take the time to let those pieces go. So now in my mortgage business, I actually apply a lot of the principles of farming to business. So, you know, like succession planting, that's like when you plant things, so you always have something to harvest. I build relationships like that so that my pipeline is never empty. Nurturing and like the weeding of the crops, you nurture your clients, things like that. And just efficiencies and things that you would think farming and mortgages are two different worlds. There's a lot of things that cross paths and there's a lot of synchronicity there. So let it go. If you're ready to let it go, and I promise it will be worth it. And if it's not right for you and you take the plunge, at least doing this will point you in the direction that is right for you. So That takes me to point number three, which is doom plan. Plan for if things are absolutely going to go terribly wrong. So what I did in this instance was I planned as though I was not going to fund a single mortgage for three months. So there'd be zero incoming revenue. For a lot of people, that's hugely stressful. And maybe you have to build up that nest egg, but figure out what your worst case scenario is to you and then how to plan for it. So that when you have a week where no files fund, you're not anxious and on indeed.ca looking for other job postings. So figure out that pain point and then figure out the plan to mitigate the pain point. This takes me to the next point, which is get lean. So you can see I'm sitting in my basement. I don't have a fancy office space. I don't have a ton of stuff. And this is after funding quite a bit of mortgages over the past couple of years. I'm not pouring money into things that don't create either future money or buy back my time. So get lean in your life. So go through your garage, sell a bunch of the shit you don't use. For me, I had this big work van. It was like branded with the farm logo, everything. It was sick, but I sold it and I committed to not having a car. I just got another car about like a month ago, but I committed to not having a car for over a year and a half. But that $30,000 I got back for the van It was my runway. So I knew that if files didn't come in, I had this chunk of cash sitting there that could pay for everything else I had to do in life. I also removed the expenses there of the gas and the insurance and all the things you don't realize that add up with vehicles. So it was lowering my cost of living by a lot. It also forced me to just stay home for a lot of things. Whereas like, hey, maybe this Saturday I would have gone snowboarding or, you know, go winter surfing somewhere. Instead, I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit at home and I'm just going to work on my business. So it kind of forced me to step back from a lot of things. And that was really great for my business. Next point is figure out the team of people around you and really nurture those relationships. So we talk a lot about this collaboration competition piece. There's quite a few people in the industry that I love to collaborate with, but I also love to compete with them and use them as like kind of my pace horse to see where I'm at. And I measure myself against it. And some people agree with this, some people won't. For me, I find it's helpful because I know that, hey, if Tom's doing this and his business is growing by X, maybe there's something there and maybe it's going to provide value to me. So that's how I look at it. I take those pieces and 
I add them to my strategy. The other side to that team piece, though, is have your cheerleaders, the people that are going to motivate you. And a lot of this is mindset for when you're having a crappy day or something blows up, have that person that you can bounce it off and they'll say, you know what, it's actually not that bad. And just get a fresh perspective. Sometimes it's even just someone saying, you know, go have a beer, you've earned it. Things like that. Another big piece here is find your team that you can talk about files with. So I had a group that met every morning and we chatted about active files and it was super helpful it was one hour a day one person in the group was really active in the industry had a lot of experience and they would listen to kind of our scenarios and we would bounce different things off of each other and it helped get files processed so much quicker now the evolution of that is i have a group chat where if we encounter something we don't quite know how to handle we all just pop into the group chat someone throws a scenario out there bunch of responses and it's super efficient. I don't have to give up that hour of my morning, but my business still thrives as a result of it. The last piece is your mindset is going to be everything here. So I'm going to finish on a little mindset note. If you're feeling confident in yourself and you're feeling ready for it, you're going to do well. If you're jumping in kind of half cocked and you don't know what you're going to do, you're like, this doesn't go right. I can always do X. Your brain's going to take the easy way out. So put yourself in that position where you set yourself up with all of the background pieces that are going to contribute to your success, but put your back against the wall and just do it. Just push through and you will build a business. It is the kind of thing, and I remember someone saying to me, one year from now, if you do this and you're not making $100,000, you fuck something up. And I said to him, well, at this point in my life, I had never made $100,000 in a year. So... I was like, well, if I'm making $100,000, man, I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. I'd be so happy. And it's funny to look back at those conversations now, and you're so much further along. But I needed someone at that time to just kind of push me to take these steps. And I think a lot of the times, that's just what you need. So if you're on the fence and you're playing out some of these ideas, tease them out a bit, figure out your timing. Okay, everyone has a cadence and a rhythm that works for them. Figure it out where you can fully commit to it. And if you're a team leader and you have people who are on the fence and in a similar boat, you know, chat through some of these ideas with them, get them confident with it. And maybe you can be the driving force to push them into the next phase of life, which is going to be so much better. So thanks so much. I hope everyone's having an awesome week. If you're on the fence or you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can message the commission breath instagram or my personal account a mortgage with love on instagram and i hope you have an awesome week cheers this is an i love mortgage brokering production